This episode is brought to you by Pronamel. Not all our favorite foods and drinks are BFFs with our teeth. Salad dressing, seltzers, and fruits can be enamel enemies. So if you eat or drink those things regularly, your enamel could be at risk. And once it's gone, it's gone. Pronamel Intensive Enamel Repair penetrates deep into the enamel surface, locking in vital minerals to repair acid-weakened enamel. And with new Pronamel Repair mouthwash, you can enhance that repair beyond just brushing. Pronamel is the number one dentist-recommended brand for acid erosion, so buy Pronamel Repair anywhere you buy toothpaste or mouthwash. Visit Pronamel.com. Ready? Okay. Give me a beach. Beach! Give me great food. Tacos! Give me adventure. Hiking! Give me a date night. Sunset cruise! Give me some smiles. Cheese! Give me more beaches. Beaches! What's that spell? San Diego! If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your trip at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Hello and welcome to Savor, a production of iHeartRadio. I'm Annie Reese. And I'm Lauren Vogelbaum. And today we have a savored side dish for you about weird holiday food marketing campaigns. Yeah. I think that's that's accurate because uh, we were discussing what can we do for for some more of these side dishes, and uh, I, for some reason, have absorbed all of this knowledge about these campaigns, these food campaigns <laughs> around holidays. And yeah, uh, honestly, one of them in here had me in tears when I was describing it to Lauren yesterday. So yeah, it seemed right. Yeah, I I was I was like I, I don't know like do you have any ideas Annie and then she just started rattling off all of these bizarre <laughs> things and like I I was like I'm I'm googling these right now and we mm-hmm. we we there many laughs were had and so we just wanted to bring a little bit of that holiday joy to you guys more yes. holiday consumerist joy <laughs> yes because I bet you're all on the same page as us where you get some kind of Morbid fascination isn't quite the right term, but there's just something about these campaigns these companies try, which none of them are currently sponsors, by the way. Oh, no, certainly not. <laughs> no, where you're just, there's something about it where you can't look away. Yeah. You can't look away. <laughs> it's sort of, it's sort of glorious and it's pandering. Mm-hmm. Indeed. And it happens every year. It happens every year. Oh, yeah. Uh, there are so many, because we have an idea sheet just for these shorts and most of it is like, have you heard about what Taco Bell is doing? <laughs> um, so <laughs> yeah. I think we could have a whole mini series on just what is Taco Bell doing? <laughs> um, but yeah, we're just going to run through some of them uh, pretty quickly. Would love to hear your thoughts, listeners. Uh, and if we miss some, because I know there's a bunch of things. I was trying to remember there was one purse, food purse idea. I couldn't find it, but I know it uh, okay. exists. Um, All right, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can always, we can always do more of these. Um, yes. So we should. 
All right. But let's let's get started. And I want to start off hot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Coming in hot yep. with Mountain Dew Fruit Quake. Fruit Quake. Fruit, okay. Fruit, fruit Quake. Yeah. Yes. So. This is a, a holiday flavor of Mountain Dew. Mm-hmm. For those of us who have wanted to combine the much beloved fruitcake flavor <laughs> with that of Mountain Dew. Uh, my favorite thing about this, <laughs> my very favorite thing about mm-hmm. this, Lauren, mm-hmm. is that well, for well, the can is appropriately in your face, for one. It's like the holidays, but extreme. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> but... My favorite thing is the descriptor of the drink from the company is, quote, celebrate the season with a blast of artificial fruitcake flavor. <laughs> this is, okay, this is brilliant on so many multiple levels. Um, yes. uh, do, do you want to, do you want to read like the full marketing quote? Yes, I would love to. <clears throat> okay. All right. So, so, so this is, this is a bit um, that a, an actual representative of the actual Mountain Dew brand um, said to a writer for Food and Wine magazine. Yes. Here we go. Okay. Mountain Dew is back with a holiday hot take. <laughs> We're making fruitcake cool again. Fruitcake has long been known as the holiday dessert no one actually wants to touch, let alone eat. Mountain Dew is changing that. We're making everyone's holiday dreams come true by swapping the dated dessert with a tastier treat. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, there are so m- this is this is exciting on so many levels. Um, mm-hmm. because first of all, yes, like if you have not seen this packaging out in the wild, go look up the packaging because um it it's got like this monster truck, but the wheels are fruitcakes. Yes. And it's like rolling over a gingerbread house or something. And <laughs> um and it reminds me of if you guys are familiar with the film Scrooged with Bill uh-huh. Murray. Um, one of my personal favorite holiday movies because it's bonkers. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, like in the beginning of the film, there's this part where Bill Murray as Scrooge, as uh, the Scrooge character, is like a TV executive. And and he is going, OK, I see your like nice masterpiece theater family special that we could run. But what if we did this other one? And the trailer that he shows his team is is like, no, oh, one of the elves are terrorists and everything's exploding. Oh, war at the North Pole. <laughs> like machine guns, explosions. Yeah. And that's what this reminds me of. I think that's exactly on point, Lauren. Exactly. I think it's um, what they were going for. So. Yes. I wa- <laughs> We need to do a history of how Mountain Dew became like this, like monster truck in a in a drink. <laughs> it's I bet I I bet that the brand story of Mountain Dew is either incredible and fascinating or the most placidly dull story you yep. have ever heard in your life and it, there no, nothing in between. Yep. Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> um so look forward to that future episode. I did want to mention this is not the first time Mountain Dew has done this, and it won't be the last. <laughs> um, so here's a quote, a quote from Taste of Home. 
past Mountain Dew holiday flavors have included Mountain Dew Holiday Brew with cherry-flavored Code Red, Mountain Dew Merry Mashup with Cranberry <laughs> Pomegranate flavor, and Mountain Dew Gingerbread Snapped with a gingerbread flavor. Snapped. Yeah. Like, it's implying that your drink might murder you. Yeah. Well, happy uh, holidays indeed. Happy holidays indeed. Also, I, I feel like the fruitcake has been really inappropriately dissed. Um, Me too. In a number of places, but specifically by Mountain Dew now. So, right? Because they're, they're, I was thinking about this last night. Their little email they sent here doesn't make sense because they both imply like we're making fruitcake cool again, but then they say it's like gross. It's like never been cool. Exactly. Like, you, get your messaging straight, Mountain Dew. <laughs> Um, <laughs> have we done a fruitcake episode? Anyway. Yes, okay. we have. Oh, we have? Okay, great. Yes. Great. Cool. Check it out. Great. Uh, but moving on. <laughs> yeah, moving on, but not moving away from the soda category. <laughs> yes. Okay, this one's caused quite a stir because we're talking about pilk. Um, <laughs> which, if you don't know, then I'm impressed because it has really caught our national attention mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. it's not a new thing but pepsi debuted a commercial i believe on december 1st they they debuted two commercials but the one that got everybody's attention featured Lindsay lohan uh drinking pepsi mixed with milk called pilk that she said was very naughty um <laughs> and here we are <laughs> yeah yeah so Okay. Um th this is this is not right. This is not a new thing and I will say that in like soda shops and especially like soda shops of yore, um mixing a soda with some kind of cream element, I mean that's what an ice cream float is. Um mm -hmm. you know. So it it's not super uncommon, but a the word pilk is terrible. <laughs> it's one of the worst <laughs> words I think I've ever heard in my life. Um and I've gone oh. out of my way to find bad <laughs> sounding words before like this is sort of yeah. a hobby of mine um mm -hmm. <laughs> and also like the recipes for this like all seem to involve what to me sounds like a really horrifying amount of milk they're like they're like get a glass with ice fill it half with whole milk and then half with pepsi and i'm like that does not sound like a good plan <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a really bad plan <laughs> Like maybe it's because I'm slightly lactose intolerant, but like heck, yeah. just heck and heck. Okay, but but so be beyond that, this has become a little bit of a cultural phenomenon. It has. It really very quickly did um, because the headlines, the headlines <laughs> I found when I was doing like a brief just research session on this, like mostly, why does Pepsi hate us? <laughs> <laughs> what ungodly thing has Pepsi done? Wow. Yeah. Um, and my biggest, I mean, that was my biggest takeaway. My immediate reaction was like, Pepsi, because I'm that annoying person. Uh, well, um, I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> being that we, the, I mean, you grew up around the Atlanta area. Yeah. So uh, so it is actually sort of difficult to find Pepsi products yeah. in Atlanta because Coca-Cola is headquartered here and it's a whole thing. Yeah, it's a whole like actual licensing thing. Yeah. Um, but of course, Pilk. Of course, I guess, <laughs> took off on TikTok <laughs> with users racking up millions of views for trying wow. it. Over 40 million cumulative as we're recording this. Um, and it's a spin on a thing called a dirty soda that I guess has been pretty popular on TikTok for a while. It, it's also a thing outside of TikTok, but has sure. been popular on TikTok for a while. Other episode in the future. Um, but 
I will say many people did like it. Like it wasn't all like, ooh, gross. A lot of people were like, oh, okay. Um, sure. Yeah. And I would add in here as part of that, always important to remember what seems strange to you is product of your own cultural experiences and history because the reaction to this Drake uh, did draw on online backlash because there is a popular version of something similar to this. It's usually made with something more citrusy as opposed to Pepsi, like uh, 7-Up or something um, in South Asia. So oh, okay. just, huh. you know, keep that in mind. Yeah. Uh, even Pilk, Pepsi and milk isn't new. <laughs> no. No. Uh, in early 2020, a post about how delicious it was was put up on Unpopular Opinions, uh, the Unpopular Opinions subreddit, and it got 16,000 upvotes. Oh, wow. All right. Um, it goes back to at least the 70s in the United States when it was featured on an episode of Laverne and Shirley, which you can watch the clip. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So it was like drinking Pepsi and milk out of a, a milk bucket. Uh, and also, yeah, the company wants us to all... Do this and then put the hashtag pilk and cookies. So, you know, maybe. I, <laughs> that word. <laughs> I love that it's the word that gets you. That feels so on brand for you. I love it. <laughs> it really does. Like, I, like, I'm totally with you on the, on the, like, you know, it, it only sounds strange to you if you've never encountered like a like a, a Italian cream soda or something like that like like the product itself I'm like of, of course I would try that I'd try basically anything um but the word pilk I would have loved to have been in that marketing meeting where they suggested that name came up because I bet there was like a pretty long silence where everybody was trying <coughs> to calculate yeah like this is either everyone's gonna be talking about it or it's going to be such an embarrassment for us. Or yeah. it could be both. You know? I mean, both. I think they were probably going for both, to be honest. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, also, like, there's not... I mean, like, Mepsi is a lot funnier. <laughs> yeah. But in, like, less of a catchy way, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Pilk. Oof. Well. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> uh -huh. Moving on, but still staying in the soda category. <laughs> Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, once I realized that we had two soda entries, I had to look up what one of my favorite, goofy, smaller soda brands was up to this holiday season because Jones Soda Company has been doing holiday flavor packs for a number of years. Um, and they have done in the past some really wacky flavors some like kind of like jelly belly level flavors they're like oh man here's our pack with like a turkey soda and a brussels sprout soda and a gravy soda and um those were bad <laughs> uh -huh. okay they did not taste good okay. i don't think that was the point though um it was the novelty what they have for us this year um is a, is, is holiday packs of soda flavors that already exist, but themed um, in in the names and the and the bottle art after some favorite holiday movie films. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So so we've got things like the um, Red Nose Strawberry Lime Soda, uh, Yippee Kaye Cola, yeah, mm -hmm. uh, Nightmare Before Cream Soda, um, the uh, Filthy Animal. Sour Mango Melon Soda, mm -hmm. uh, the Bah Humbug Berry Lemonade Soda, 
And possibly my favorite one, which is, uh, and I hope I don't blow my mic doing this, the Kevin orange and cream soda. Brilliant. Brilliant. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love, you know, I love a good pun or a fun, like... food name that we can relate to pop culture stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So I was super charmed by this. Like I'm just like, oh, you guys. And the and the, and the label art is super cute. Mm. I it's they they make if you're into drinking sodas, they 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 do make some tasty ones. So Okay. Okay. Have to check it out. Okay. And we've got one more for you. Um but we just had a short uh off mic discussion and we're going to save the rest for a sequel side dish because we have too much to talk about with one of them which can I spoil it is it cool if I spoil it just so that everyone yeah because I assume that anyone who's been paying attention to these is going to immediately write in and be like you did not talk about ranch on a branch yes (laughs) which is the one that brought me to tears when I was describing it to Lauren (laughs) yes um if you have not heard of it just sit with that for a second yeah Please don't look it up. Let us let us be the purveyor of knowledge for this one and then look it up. Yeah, yeah. Okay, but our last one for today is still within the beverage category. Yes, because we could not, or I could not not talk about huh. the Miller Lite Christmas tree. Miller Lite Christmas tree. <laughs> yes. Uh, as always, drink responsibly. Goodness uh, my gracious, yes. Yeah. But this one made deadlines, I think, in November. I... I I got wind of it pretty early. Uh, okay, so so this is not like a this isn't isn't like a like a bottle tree, which is no. a thing that I've seen before. You know, mm-hmm. like like people like like create a bottle stand that is sort of in the shape of a Christmas tree with their favorite alcoholic beverage um, or other beverage, I suppose, but it's usually alcohol. Um, this is not that. This is a little yeah. bit more intricate. Oh, it is, Lauren. Oh, it is. <laughs> uh, here's a quote from the company. Uh, so this is a, quote, fully functioning tree stand designed to fit perfectly around a quarter barrel keg of Miller Lite. <laughs> so. Okay. If you look it up, uh, it's a it's a Christmas tree, and then there's kind of a box thing, and then there's a keg. And it, the spout is meant to come out kind of like you're tamping the Christmas tree. Uh, oh. You know, like holiday cheer. <laughs> you're okay. tapping to it. All right, so so it's sort of like it's sort of like meant to be like if pine trees were maple trees yeah. filled with beer. I believe so. Um, <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. I was I just mean, trying a lot to clarify. <laughs> there's a lot to unpack there, but there's <laughs> sure. I like the readiness with which you were willing to say yes. That's exactly what it's supposed to be. <laughs> yes. Well, I spent a lot of time mulling over what okay. this could be, Lauren, right, and what it could cool. mean. Yeah. Um, and yeah. so I have many others. Uh, here's a quote from Food huh. and Wine. Practically speaking, it's a large box with a tree stand designed to hold a five-foot tree weighed up to 150 pounds on top and room for a quarter-barrel keg, which holds the equivalent of about 83 bottled beers and ice bucket and ice bucket underneath. Finally, a hole in the top of the box allows the tap's spout to fit through so revelers can pour a beer right next to the tree. Huh. I have many questions, and... I just why is one of them? Yeah, but also that's the like big one. To be honest, I feel like it's a disaster waiting to happen. And then you know, I can't imagine having people over and being like, "Just get your beard." <laughs> yeah, just go up to the tree. tree and get your. Don't knock it over, please. 
yeah, that's that's my that's my primary like I, I feel I feel like right, like rising a tree up off the yeah. ground and then inviting people who are drinking to interact with it. Yeah. Is um right. foolhardy. Foolhardy yep. is the word yep. I'm gonna go with. Yes. Um yep. uh but also so festive. Um yeah. and Miller Lite, why? Why Miller Lite specifically is part of the why question that I have because I, mm. I'm not I'm not seeing a very clear like with the rest of these I can see a very clear brand thread line. Mm-hmm. Well, I will say this is not the first time Miller Lite has ventured into the holiday spirit. Okay, and um, <laughs> a couple of years ago, I believe debuted ornament which i have even more questions about but there are these ornaments that had beer in them and you put them on the tree and then i guess you just take them off and pop them and <laughs> drink them so, oh okay oh. well i mean huh. what a world what a world the you know the ice bucket thing i keep getting stuck on that too well because you want to keep the keg cold right but Maybe maybe trying to explain this is kind of like what will destroy the nexus of oh, the universe or something. I yeah. think we better back away better from this. Better not one. ask too many questions. Don't don't poke I it too so. hard. Yeah. I think so. But listeners, if any of you because I think it's sold out immediately, like everything we're talking about has. Yeah. Um, if any of you experienced one, yeah. one way or another, please let us know. And also, please let us know if we're missing any of these holiday items we should talk about in the next the sequel to yeah. this one yeah because uh, we got we, ranch on a branch and we yeah. got another one we could but... go on forever about that oh. one but we we can also rein ourselves in for the good of all of us if we need yes. to so an- yeah another galaxy destroying <laughs> topic perhaps uh, but yes, please send in any of those suggestions yes. to us. You can email us at hello at saverpod.com. We're also on social media. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at saverpod. And we do hope to hear from you. Saver is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, you can visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Thanks, as always, to our super producers, Dylan Fagan and Andrew Howard. Thanks to you for listening. And we hope that lots more good things are coming your way. This episode is brought to you by Pronamel. Not all our favorite foods and drinks are BFFs with our teeth. Salad dressing, seltzers, and fruits can be enamel enemies. So if you eat or drink those things regularly, your enamel could be at risk. And once it's gone, it's gone. Pronamel Intensive Enamel Repair penetrates deep into the enamel surface, locking in vital minerals to repair acid-weakened enamel. And with new Pronamel Repair mouthwash, you can enhance that repair beyond just brushing. Pronamel is the number one dentist-recommended brand for acid erosion, so buy Pronamel Repair anywhere you buy toothpaste or mouthwash. Visit Pronamel.com. Let's hit it! Give me a vacation! Vacation! Give me a wave! Surfing! Give me a city tour! The trolley! Give me animals! The zoo! Give me some sea life! <laughs> Give me museums! Park. Give me a woo! What's that spell? San Diego! If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your family vacation at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.